Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hi. And tonight's episode was... Legacies. And uh, this was a very uh, Minbari-focused episode. Been a little while since we had one of those. Any immediate thoughts? I didn't... I have not missed so far in the show the presence of a teenage girl. Uh, and I was reminded of how much I did not miss that. <laughs> Yes. Really an actress too. Oh yeah. man, her acting was. Whew. Oh boy, yeah, that was <laughs> one in a million. Yeah, the character itself is not bad, but man, was should she have some flat line deliveries? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but it wasn't a bad plot line necessarily. No, it wasn't. I mean, and you may think it a little weird that she was all huggy and clingy at the end of the episode, but oh, I thought that like. Okay, she hugged that person and that and the command. She talked to the commander like once. And <laughs> I think though, you know, if you think of it in terms of she's been alone for a long time, and or the first she's people... like, I read your mind. I basically know you. <laughs> well, that's probably true too, actually. <laughs> but I, I, I think people who have been kind of down down and outs, and then they get some people uh, actually care, not just want something exchanged. Right. I mean, it means a big deal to them. But interesting, interesting to see the whole dynamic between. Ivanova and her constant crusade against anything Psychor. Yeah, which was that just last episode where we had the whole. It feels like yeah, the uh, yeah. Those are interesting ones to go back to back. Hmm. It was very fresh. Like, of course she's not going to let her go. <laughs> yeah, we just dealt with this. Of course, the big feature in this episode was though the uh, Minbari and the disappearing body, body <laughs> magic trick. Turn out, and uh, Dylan was a big part in, in all this. It's always fun to see uh, Dylan in action, and actually, in some ways, a, a bigger role than in, than we've seen in some. Dylan Dylan has had some episodes, but this is probably one of her be- best ones so far. It's, it's always very interesting to me. She always seems like she's she portrays herself as this kind of straight and narrow, except she always seems to be on the something going on in the background. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there's always something else. Yeah, and she's she's got a. a a backbone of steel when it comes to like confronting people when she has to. I know, like it's like we caught you. She's like, "You're gonna bow and hand this to my guy," and then we're like, "Okay, what do you want to talk to me about?" <laughs> <laughs> See, that's different than say, "Hey, Lando Jakar would act." Yeah, that's that, <laughs> that is true. We were not in this episode, but we had um, some Natoth. Uh, yeah, which was interesting. We hadn't seen her for a while. Yeah, it was an interesting choice to have her. I thought. I wonder if it's partly a choice because that whole situation. The women were in charge, yeah, I noticed. It's, it's all ladies. Like, mm-hmm. we know what's best for you. Uh, <laughs> it would even be... though you're 14 and for some reason we have this whole underbelly of the station where hobo children <laughs> run around. But then, like, I thought it was very weird that after she looked into the, you know, like, the mind of a Narn is so awful and terrible and gross. And, like... You're a beggar kid that, I don't know, I just thought it was... They lived in weird places. Yeah, like you're on a, a space station, I'm sure you see all sorts of gross things, but I don't know. Yeah, well, just because you you're not a telepath, so you don't understand what it's I, like. I guess not. You don't understand I what don't, it's like. I just, do, I don't understand. <laughs> Why don't you care about what I want? <laughs> it was hard to remember sometimes she was a teenager just because she looks more like he's 20. Yeah. Or 22 yeah. or yeah. something. But Franklin's like, no, it's my. She's my patient. Get out of here. <laughs> no, that was awesome. <laughs> Which isn't been a while since we've seen him. Yeah, it? a little bit. Every episode, you're pretty much guaranteed to see the commander, Ivanova, and Garibaldi. Mm-hmm. After after that, it's it's a pretty rotating cast, main cast, a lot of times. Which I I like. They don't like try to squeeze everybody in and give everyone their own like mm-hmm. two minute 
thing or, you know, like... Every single time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I did really enjoy this, uh, the kind of discussion of, like, you know, kind of the, the consequences of, you know, the, the war's over and everything, but it's not quite over. You know, everyone still kind of has... There are always long-term consequences yeah. to these things and, and feelings. And, and just, yeah, I was, I'm leaning over Tim, we, I've been listening to the Kaiju Vision Radio podcast. They, they talked about the... What do what they call it? The occupation of Japan. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, the kind of healing of the rifts between that. And I just was thinking that watching this episode in some ways. Yeah. So, like, yeah. we're friends now, but we were, like, you were about ready to blow up Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that line? Hey, it, it must, it may have been a good idea not to obliterate your species. <laughs> <laughs> we like to think so. Which actually, it's inter- that, that last conversation was interesting because we... The more we see of warrior cast in the future, and this is only mildly spoilery, but the more we see, ah! it's, it's, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's really not. But the more we see the warrior cast in the future, the more kind of uh, obstinate they get. So that to see him having a like a genuine moment of reconciliation with Sheridan, I thought was actually pretty cool. I don't remember if we see this particular guy again or not, but we'll see them. We'll see Dylan butting heads with warrior cast. Man, she again. chewed him out. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, I did. I tried the subtle way. Now we're gonna go the direct. I way. was not expecting that. <laughs> Delin's like, oh, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we, we we haven't really seen her throw her weight around as part of the Great Council much. Yeah, she she's she tries to keep that secret for the most. Part. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean, I think all the Menbari know. They just have, I guess, oh. they're under orders not to talk about it. Well, I don't know if all of them know. Do they by sight? Well, okay, maybe. Not. I mean, the is pretty high up there. I think. In the, okay, yeah, you're probably right. The whole point of the Great Council is they wear this big hood. I mean, they're see. I mean, it's not they show on TV and like Time Magazine and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like opinion polls for the Great Council. I don't think so. Them. No. Minbari Weekly. Minbari yeah. yeah. Weekly. <laughs> Wouldn't it be like the Tribune? Because like the angles. And <laughs> Good think, point. Good point. It'd be like the the triangles tri- bone skull. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't. Well, Brianna love the. Well, so the hood. Hood. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why does his hood look so goofy? Like, oh, because his bone skull is like the size of Texas. Like, it's got to fit over that. No, he has a he has a very imposing he bone. Does. <laughs> put a hood on it it's just like his head is like twice the same I can't imagine the costume designer being like I gotta make a hood that fits around what? <laughs> Sometimes you know, you do look at those bone structures you'd be like man I wonder how many different versions like clay things they had to like knead and go through to make find the perfect design They look awesome though Yeah, They do look they real, do. the memories all look very nice mm-hmm. Their ears they get me every time. <laughs> I spend like the first five minutes of Delin's on screen every episode. Like her ears are just are just yeah. like in her mouth. They're so it's so low. Like I'm like I guess like if you can't hear you out low hearing. Do you like turn your neck towards the person? <laughs> <laughs> that... Maybe like yell on scene set more because like your ears their actual up? ears are covered up. The actors' ears. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's like behind the bone uh-huh. I don't know that's a good question I just say this this ongoing sa- saga of the Narns trying desperately to get a telepath just cracks me up for some reason they're like we'll pay you lots of money come and we'll, you'll just take your genetics all the time <laughs> oh the Narn yeah I don't remember if we ever figure out why they don't have telepaths or they just don't it's just a way of doing things um, um, yeah I'm, I'm not sure well, that so, gets into, I think that gets into the spoilery territory. Yeah. We start talking about that. So, do we have to go do spoiler? I think we spoiler? probably should here. 
do a quick okay. spoiler corner. So, okay. All right. Do you have anything left unsaid? I don't think so. We talked about the weird hugging. <laughs> we talked about the teenage girl. Just like the fact that all these people want to offer this fourteen-year-old girl these <laughs> important positions. Like, no, come work for us. No, come work. like it's a like you're a recruiter in like a high school. <laughs> um, only. What? I guess this is what ha- would happen if the X Men were like legitimized. Like Ooh, you would have as soon true. as soon as they became you know yeah. known, everyone like, would be fighting over them. Well, yeah. and then I think Tal probably has a she's probably under orders to hunt down all telepaths one way or another. Gets a commission, yeah. For everyone she turns in. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> I get a bonus. But Delin was like a bonus. Oh, that's oh, that's if that's for Delenn. That's for Delenn. I was yeah. th- I was thinking Delenn. My mind was thinking about the Delenn thing already. Sorry. No, yeah. Anyways. You know what? I don't. Strange. Like no one was hopping all over me, giving me all these job offers <laughs> when I was fourteen. You well, if you could just telepath. Yeah. Come on now. How do you know? <laughs> oh. Hmm. Okay. All right then. On that note, so... <laughs> she won't have to worry about leaving for spoilers, will she? I just block blocks us all. You don't wear enough gloves. Sounds. <laughs> you got a mind burst. Go Where do you want to start with? Um, you sound like a Minbari. <laughs> yes, at the very end. Yeah, I thought that was very great that Narun's like, you sound like a Minbari, which <laughs> is the whole reason that they stopped the war. Yeah, and he has, he, had, he would have no idea. Yeah. Which, so, is, which is interesting. He's failing, basically, right? Yeah. 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 Um, the interesting thing, at the very beginning of the episode, I was sort of like, I'm a little surprised. I'm glad Delin thought to tell them about the Gunport thing, but it's a little surprising that she didn't tell them earlier because that is actually part of the whole reason the Earth-Minbari War started. Because I don't remember this. Yeah, because basically, like, I think it might have been the first time an Earth ship encountered a Minbari ship. They saw that the Minbari had their gun ports open. And for Minbari, that's always considered a sign of respect. And the Earth captain took it as a sign of aggression. So I think they, I think the Earth vessel fired first or something, if I remember right. Oh, maybe they didn't know that's what caused. I, did, I it's mean, possible. What, I don't know the, I, how much the Mimbari know of the actual battle. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was just interesting to me. It'd and be it, interesting when we get to in the beginning. That was yeah, what, I mean that, that's where that scene plays out. Okay, and uh, yeah. What else? I'm trying to think what else from that. Uh, Chrysalis. Chrysalis, that was a big Chrysalis. deal. Oh, yeah. Second time we've seen her, she's actually working on it. She's constantly working on the back. Isn't that so genius? Like, you just think, oh, some crazy Mimbari thing. And it's like, awesome setup. Mm-hmm. But it's the first time it's actually been mentioned by name. Mm-hmm. And I think Narun, I think he's our, I think he's our go-to warrior cast guy from now on. Oh, does he? Does he come back? I'm pretty sure. I remember that name quite a bit. Okay. Okay. I was, was familiar to me. Yeah, yeah. It, he might not be the only one, but he's at least, he does show up again. Okay. But it seems like he does have this in and out with Delan, like sometimes against her, sometimes... Will uh, obey her. Or or understands where she's coming from, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that rift is a big deal later on. Yeah. That yeah. R- warrior, Catholic, religious rift. Mm-hmm. Maybe about breaks and barred. Pretty, pretty close. I mean, Delan winds up disbanding the Great Council at some point. Yeah. In part because of when well, they and then various, they various then they complete the triangle by adding the labor cast. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot that this not, initially it doesn't even have labor cast is even part of that. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, I always thought it was. And then the last time she talked about which it, they it didn't even more, mention the labor cast. Yet, they, have they? they don't even care about them. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, those are the things yeah. I I had. I was just thinking, you know, with the whole. It's just funny now that the whole uh, Narn telepath thing that eventually. 
I think we mentioned before, but oh, yeah. Lita and and Jakar go run around space together. Yeah, but they're not. That's not really to help Narns to get telepaths. Not that I know of, but so if I remember right, telepaths actually originated because Warlons mm-hmm. like kind of planted the seeds for them. So I believe so. Apparently, they didn't consider the Narn worth it. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know why. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know if they changed their mind after Jakar had his uh, spiritual rebirth or whatever you call it. Yeah, I'll be interested how remember. that plays out. This yeah. episode was one of those last couple episodes. You can tell it's still season one, but we're starting to see things tighten. You know, there's a lot more interweaving of the themes that blow up later, and a little bit more development of some of the important themes that we that have already been yeah. established. Oh, man, the, I mean, this telepath thing, this thing doesn't die. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of the tension between telepaths is not even really finished by the end of the show. I know, which is a little disappointing, but. Yeah. We've gotten hot of that in season five. Yeah. I mean, that's all there is to talk about season five. <laughs> Not really, but well, a large section of it. Unfortunately. But um, anyway, we're getting way ahead yes. of ourselves. Okay. So uh, thanks for listening to the Weekly Hijack. Of course, you can find our regular podcast at derailedtrainsofthought.blogspot.com. We may have to get a shorter website at some point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that is not this day. Um, but until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. And have a great day. Bye. Bye.